you just get up every morning and you, you do the best that you can. And even when you're not doing the best you can, you know you should be doing the best that you can. And you aspire for that. Mm. It's, it's a strange thing. It's, it's, there's no other option but to do this. Because mm. otherwise, I'm never going to... I'm always going to wonder. That's another thing. That's a regret. That's huge. That's like a, a big cloud. I fear when I'm 50 and I ended up settling with a nice job and things like that. Then I'm going to be like, God damn, I should have... I should have given it my all when I had my all. Hi, and welcome to the first episode of Winify. Today, Mitchell, Harvey, and I have a conversation about the importance of creating ideas into reality through action, the power of social media for business and being authentic. Look, we have a long way to go with podcasting. We understand that, but you have to start somewhere, right? So this is us breaking the ice, and I hope you enjoy. Please feel free to reach out on social media and follow our journey at ink10.co and Winify. Without a further ado, I bring to you episode one of the Winify podcast. Winify is a an idea which spurred out of the way a, the way you pitch it is so good because I try and tell people really and they they're just like that sound but the way you pitch it to me I go yeah I'm, where can I buy shares but with <laughs> just I can't do so you pitch it I okay. love, I love the right, way cool. you say it well you, how do I English. say it now I'm a bit worried <laughs> don't overthink it Winify came from an idea which was actually inspired by my parents. Um, they had a friend who made this bottle. Don't tell me, tell the people. Well, I'm the joking. audience. The, uh, <laughs> my parents got this gift from a friend in which they compared the partnership of my parents to that of the characters of Grapes. Mm. And I read it and it was great, you know, and I thought this is brilliant. and. These friends said, oh, that would be actually a really good business idea. We should chase after it. But they never did. So I was like looking for a product, looking for something to launch. And I was like, this is a brilliant idea. You know, why not give it a go? So I went for it. I made my first few wine labels and they were a hit. They went, they were at a school with people I didn't know and comparing the history of the school and all the members of the staff room and what they've been through to like the weather that affects the harvest and the weather that and the characters of the grapes that are produced and things like that and from there I was like well this is fun like I like design I like writing so why not give it a go and it was also I've given a lot of gifts to people before for wine. I always go around and be like, hey, yeah, it's the first birthday present. gift, you know, something yeah, like that. Bottle of red. Bottle of red. And you also give them a card. But what happens is they drink it and then they throw out the bottle of red. Don't even open the card. Don't even open the card. And then they throw it out. I thought, well, that's actually, you know, there's something I could change about that. And being younger, we believe in sustainable things and sustainable business. And I was like, well, why don't I bring these thing, two things together? You've got something personable, which is a card, and then you've got something which is enjoyable, which is drinking. <laughs> it's red so wine. Good, yeah. and, and if you bring something in the middle of those, which is fun, like comparing um, Mitch to a deep, dark Shiraz, mm, or often. Megan to a light, bubbly... Yeah. Uh, Sour. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, brute, or, you know... Wine, I think it's. Oh, sweet! I, I think meant, it sorry, creates sweet. a good memory. Sour, sweet. Yeah, sweet. So I get them confused. You sure? Yeah, I know. And uh, and that's where it sort of 
turned out to be like that. It's great. Mm. I just love the whole writing aspect of it because you're so mm. creative with your writing. Mm. And I love that type of writing. Well, speaking of you and Megan, I've actually got a gift for you. Hey. Yes. What's this? So on the first episode for our audience, of For our audience, we have a bottle of Beltries, which oh is uh, a mix between Megan Beltran and Mitchell Harvey because they're not married yet. Yeah. Uh, they, I put their names together and perhaps Mitch could read it out loud. You want me to read? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I'm read. I need my glasses. <laughs> Beltry's red. Oh, I love a little... Um, you like it? I like that. Yeah, cool. That's a little, uh, little plug there. Beltry's is a much-loved and respected wine from the East Coast, which brings together two very distinct styles and tastes. The first, a bold grape. <laughs> well done. Well done. <laughs> Bastard. Brave, human. Brave. It says yeah, brave. A bold grape. See, they can be read both ways. It's great. <laughs> Harvey, Harvey relies on the chaotic climate of the East Coast to grow in. As a result... Oh, climate, sorry. Mm. Yeah, climate, yeah. Chaotic climate. God damn it. As a result, rich and deep notes are produced unlike any other, balanced brilliantly by the beautiful Beltram grape, which is sweet and could warm any heart. A collection of flavours that brings warmth and friendship to all gatherings. Beltries. I like a Beltries. It rolls on the tongue. Beltries can be enjoyed today, tomorrow, or... Cellared for up to a lifetime. Oh, and a duo of taste which cannot be forgotten unless drunken heavily. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Well, there's an example. Yeah, so that's, that's one of my examples. And right now with Winefire, I think it's just about creating. See, that's awesome. You like the look of it? Yeah, it looks great. So it's a dark really label great. and it's got sort of bell trees right on the top and then it's got the description. You know, it looks like a bottle of wine if you were to put it around other bottles of wine. Well, did I notice it when I walked in? You didn't. I did not. You know, it, it looks like a bottle of wine. That's a great thing. But when someone looks a little bit closer, you know, it creates a funny memory that someone and, can laugh about. And you can just get further with the design. Like, yeah, well, that's the thing. you get information from the people and you can get a little custom custom art on it. Absolutely. With that. Um, I've got a few elements there about, you know, I just sort of went with my gut on your one, <clears> which has <throat> just got black and gold and it's just sort of pretty... But then I've got Nelson's, uh, that one's Nelson's there, and it has circles over it, and it's got a little bit of um, ginger in it, because he's got ginger sort of genetics, and, and Circle is <laughs> one of his favourite albums from Bonnie Burr. Right. And, you know, and then I've got another one, which is simply just a photo of a friend, and then the boss, which was his nickname, and then Peanut Noir, which oh, is a that's great, simple one. That one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've got my Maguire's one, which is my family... And I've got the uh, four-leaf clover, which is part of our family. And this is sort of gone through the transition of my brand. Originally, it was number one of one, but that really didn't roll off the tongue. And I thought, what could I do? What could I do? And I thought about Winify, just as this name. I thought, oh, that looks really cool. Like, this could, this could go somewhere. Mm. And it just has stuck, so I enjoy it. Yeah, so that's it so far. And right now, it's just more about creating and playing with design and, and essentially putting the knowledge and work that we have into a project. And this is a project, you know. So October 2019, I started my MBA. And <clears throat> so MBA is the Master of Business Administration, which is a generalist business degree which takes about two years, and, I've also, and I'm also doing that alongside a master of marketing. And the great thing with the MBA is that they have 
projects alongside which are very practical in your subjects so much so that you can choose what you want to do in these projects I thought well for digital marketing for instance which I'm doing next trimester this would be a brilliant way to put the knowledge I am learning into a very practical real-world sense, mm. you know, mm. instead of just in the classroom. Mm. Priceless. Yeah, so you can, I get to essentially put the knowledge I learn into something more practical like this. Um, and whether this goes anywhere or not, it's just, it's challenging. And It's exciting. That's the biggest thing. I think. Yeah, it's really exciting yeah. because it has potential just as a fun idea, as mm. a fun hobby. You know, this isn't a fortified business. This isn't, I don't have a business plan for this, but I do enjoy for now getting creative with it. That's fun. Creating it the is design, a fun thinking about the text, thinking about the podcast, the social media and learning it, you know, because this stuff isn't going away and we're mm. going through this shift right now with the internet. It's, it's beyond just as a tool what it used to be it's ingrained you know it's really ingrained in who we are now yeah like and i'm also a teacher and i see the dependency for kids using technology mm -hmm. and it's sort of like a double-edged sword you know they cre create so well but they're also children yeah children <laughs> and yeah. they don't have any guidelines around mm. it it's a very addictive thing mm. i know i've been addicted to it and for kids who have uh, less self-regulation it's very hard to put it down you know it is yeah yeah but they've gone on a bit of a tangent no it's good point of a podcast yeah I guess so but I guess how have I used it well the fact that I get clients through Instagram is yeah. incredible mm. like I didn't do any study I did nothing and I get clients every week and people go through a whole degree and do internships and they still won't even get a single client for years. Yeah. And it's, it's magic. Mm. Like, it's amazing. I remember when I first realized this, it's like, wow, okay, mm. this is something else. Mm. I think as customers, we're becoming more savvy, you know, with our money and how we find things. Um, and especially with art, you can contact an artist straight away yeah, and they're going to it. reply to you yeah. that's a very amazing thing about mm. social media especially Instagram is that you can DM a celebrity or a, a big artist or someone you admire and they might just get back to you they will see it but I do want to build on the personal brand I do very slowly I'm adding that in because mm. you need that mm. you do because it's a limit to what I can do if I'm well, tell us more about Intent Intent it was just a place I open an Instagram account just to post art drawings because I was always artistic and I, was, I didn't know what to do. I was bored. I was like 19 or 20, I think. And you're 23 now? 23 now, yeah. And I just started putting art up online. So and three then, years and you've got 60K followers. Yeah, it's That's not about amazing. followers. I know, but you've got a good audience, you know. <laughs> That's a lot of, it takes a lot of work. Yeah. It's a lot of work. Um, the way you do that is kind of you, you want to work with others to get exposure. That's how I, I did a lot of free work to start off with and that's how I kind of gained that. Mm. So a lot of like, hey, I'll, I'll do this for you and, and that the word gets around. Mm. Mm -hmm. And people hate doing free work. Like I've talked to other artists who maybe have, are doing degrees and things like that and they're taught a very narrow way. Like they won't do any free work because they're a professional. It's like, no, you're not a professional. Mm. <laughs> you're mm. not any good. Mm. You know, and I'm, I'm still not, I'm not good. 
you got to you got to learn, and the way you learn is you do work. And mm. if no one's going to pay you, it's because maybe you're not good enough yet. So do free work, <laughs> mm. and you learn so much from that. Mm. I learned an incredible amount just of dealing with customers, and mm. even for me, an artist getting your style right, you got to work on it. Mm. And there's only so much you can do doing your own private work. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, so that's what more, I feel. more than enough right now is that. I've got places to go with the design of Winify, you know. And imagine if you stop because no one's buying. You're like, well, <laughs> it makes no sense. It really, really makes no sense. Mm. Mm. But it's, um, it's interesting to see people's viewpoint on that. Mm. And it's like, just do something for free. You know? mm. <laughs> just mm. do something. Mm. Get another job if you need more money. So you were an artist when you were younger, always have been an artist, and you're creating art and thought, oh, I'd love to create a platform to share it. Hmm. Always artistic, not not an artist. I don't know if there's a difference, but I feel like there is. It's like having an actual What's talent or something. I think an artist. I don't know. I don't. An artist is weird because you, you have the t- you have the talent for it. It's like being, <laughs> do you mean the word? <laughs> maybe it has a stigma around it. It's like it has it like poet. You don't want to say you're a poet because it has this lardy dar about it. So I, I avoid. But I should use that more often. But um, I was always artistic and that was always the first thing, you know, when you went to either a new school or a new class, you'd become that kid that could draw. And I noticed that growing up, there was other, heaps of other people like that. And at this age, 23, you don't see that. There's, I don't know any other artistic people, mm. unless ones that have made it that I'm looking up to. But no one's starting off because they're so, I guess they, get, they have to pigeonhole their lives in a way, mm. right? Mm. They got to get their career going. They want to impress their family or whatever, whatever it is. Mm. and um, I, feel, I have felt an effect on people when they find out what I do and what I'm doing with it and I find out that they're artistic mm. I've told you this and um, they, they usually show an amazing interest in it straight away and I go why is, that, why is this one person so interested in what I'm doing and you find out later that they're artistic and they become inspired so I caught on to that late last year and that's an exciting thing to think about like the way mm. I could inspire other artistic people. Because mm, you, you don't have to just go get that job. You know, if you're artistic, there's a, there's, a, there's a road here that you can take. And it's terrifying. And there's, yeah, it's, it's scary as hell, but it's there. And if you're going to do it, do it now. It's, mm. it's an endless possibility right now. Yeah, well, like going back to what we said at the start with you just saying, we have to book it in. Let's, let's just mm. do it. Because otherwise it's going to just fade away. Yeah. And I... Uh, the worst so, worst so, part is is yeah. you'll always be thinking what if I had started then yeah that terrifies right. me yeah. Yeah. yeah what if I what if to think 10 years from now you're like god I should have started then what I could what I could be now mm, mm. yeah what I that's the scary thing always the uh, the potential mm. like what could have I become if I had tried yeah and I think with what I'm working on with Winefy or any idea which you have or anything that you think would be a good thing to chase after mm. but there's a fear like uh, I won't do it today you've got to think long term mm. you know you've got to think what would it be simply like one year from now what would it be like if I sat down with Mitch did a podcast and then did a podcast if I could every week and you'll find a snowball casually. effect snowball effect I did that and, with and, and it could go anywhere but anyway, yeah. to think long term and to think, instead of short term, oh, it needs to be perfect. What about if people don't like it right now? The antidote to all of that stress is think long term. And the longer you think, the better you feel. You know, if I think 20 years right now, 
they think, oh, it's just a podcast. Like we're having fun. <laughs> if I think one week, oh my gosh, what will people think? What will, you know, mm. people going to not like it? Are what they going to comment think? things? Are they going to yeah. judge me? Essentially, it comes down to that. Am I going to sound like an idiot? If you think long term, it's like, well, it doesn't matter. Well, I'm living an example because my first drawings I uploaded, they were just these line things and I was terrified to do so. And then two, three years later, I've got a, a, essentially in a career with it. So whenever I'm starting something scary, I go, this will be something else different. So mm. I, I use that from my own personal experience. Mm. And think mm. about yourself, like with any other, with any aspect, studying, whatever it is, you think back to the start and you're like, oh God. Yeah. And yeah. now you're like, it's, it just happens. Yeah, absolutely. And taking on new things, like there is that panic that you feel when you have what looks like an elephant in front of you mm. of work, of, of study, like with the MBA, I was taking on stuff, which I have no idea about mm-hmm. absolutely no idea about and then you stare in 12 weeks of course readings and three assignments at a marketing report never done that shit before <laughs> in my life and i thought oh my god like, mm. this is scary just got to take a few deep breaths you just do it. and then you just gotta how do you eat an elephant man <laughs> one That's bite at a time just yeah. one bite at a time when you dive in i just you just gotta blank everything out and just go oh, yeah. what do i need and i'm gonna just go in and you'll find once you're in it's it's almost easy it's not easy that the hardest part is Staring the elephant. Yeah, <laughs> that's the hardest part. And starting. I'm oh, just starting, starting so man. hard. Yeah, it's just starting. So when I felt like, when I feel I was um, thinking about this podcast, <clears throat> it was just like we've got to start. Like we've got to start somewhere. We've got to break the ice. Yeah, that's you know. And I know it's hard, but I want to do this. Mm. I've been talking about a podcast for years. I've never. I was like, well, no, let, no, let's no. go back to the point where you just made about you inspiring people. Mm, right. Okay. I've been inspired by you, from from other marketers, from people who have done their own podcasts, mm. like um, Bridge the Gap with Jared Brown and all those guys, um, and the fact that they're doing it, and just, you know, one day they think, let's do it. Yep. It's inspiring. It is. And you're looking up, and you think, that's the benchmark I want to be. What do I have to do to get there? What is the, what's the standard I want to be at? Mm. Whether it's professionally, financially, personally, spiritually. Where's my benchmark at right now? You know? And who's at the bench, who's sitting where I want to be? And how can I get there? You know? And you have to notice that those people that you look up to, they're looking up to someone else as well. Absolutely. It's this chase. Mm. It's it's amazing. And if it's authentic and real. Oh, it's magic. That's when you really grow. Yeah. If you're doing it just for shit and just mm. for people. No, you get exposed. Oh, for absolutely. Sure. And yeah. it's not sustainable. No, you fall apart. Some of them fall apart. But if yeah. you're trying to do something that's healthy and authentic and trying to live to uh, live, a, live a life which you essentially are inspired by, that's what you're chasing. Mm. You know? That's what you're chasing. I get pumped just thinking about it. When you wake up in the morning and you just, you jump out of bed and you, yeah. cause you're on a project or something and there's just, you're getting up real early and you, there just isn't enough time in the day. Mm. That's an amazing feeling. Mm. And it's not all the time. It's, it's these rare moments when you're in the middle of a project that you just, you can, you're just so passionate about mm. and it's, oh, it's addictive. Mm. And you come down from that too. You, you get, see some dark days when like you haven't got this project set or something didn't work right. And you really feel it cause you're like, oh, I just want to feel like that again. Mm. So that goes back with just being consistent and keep going because it always mm. comes back. Mm. Yeah. And then the dream is, I guess, to sustain that and have something big enough to 
always give you that ride almost. Yeah, well, let's change gears. I think that people in a day job and has, have a, who have a side hustle, whether it's a creative thing or well, let's just leave it at that, mm. just a side hustle. Mm. How, do, how did you manage it? How do you manage it? How can you... Well, you just, you have to manage it. There's no choice. It's either you, there is no choice. It's not about managing it. It's just about, it's about doing it. Like think about, you just get up every morning and you, you do the best that you can. Mm. And even when you're not doing the best you can, you know you should be doing the best that you can. And you aspire mm. for that. Mm. It's, it's a strange thing. It's, it's, there's no other option but to do this. Because mm. otherwise, I'm never going to, I'm always going to wonder. That's another thing. That's a regret. That's huge. That's like a, a big cloud. I fear when I'm 50 and I ended up settling with a nice job and things like that. Then I'm going to be like, God damn, I should have. I should have given it my all when I had my all. You still got your music in you. <laughs> that's you know? it. Yeah. 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 But that's that's a that's a motivator. That's I so guess. for someone who feels like they have those emotions, if they think, oh, if I look back when I'm 50, and I haven't pursued this creative passion, this side hustle, the life I want to create by design, not just by default. Mm-hmm. What would you say to them? I really don't know. It's, to me, it, for me, it's just day at a time. That's honestly it. Like everyone's saying, like, what's your plan for five years, for 10 years? And honestly, I'm just trying to get through each day with it. Mm. You know, because it really is that for now, that's how it is for me. Yeah, so absolutely. it just But they add up. Those days add up. Yeah. And all yeah. of a sudden you have 10, 20 years. And yeah. Mm. That's great advice. That's absolutely yeah. brilliant advice because it's true. Yeah. Over, overthink it. A lot of people overthink something that they don't even have yet. It's yeah. like get in the mud, get dirty, mm. and then maybe you'll figure it out then. Mm. But the important thing is stick your hands in. Stick your hands in. Yeah. Yeah, stick your hands into your passions and yeah. your creativity or your side hustle because really what it takes me to create these labels might take me an hour or two, right? Mm. But it would take me a minute to decide whether I'm going to do it or not, <laughs> right. you know, not even. Right. And in that minute, I'm like, these are the things I have to do to build up what I want. Mm-hmm. And doing it day by day is what's cr- creating a long-term bridge yep. from my current state to my future state. And it gets easier. The momentum builds. Once you hit a, hit something and it, and it runs, it's like in this endless loop. Yeah. Yeah. So that yeah. first bit is definitely the hardest bit. Mm. Well, like right now, we're doing this podcast and I felt nervous when we oh, started. Yeah. Yeah. I, I sort of feel like now I've relaxed a lot. Yeah. What did you put in the water? Yeah, I don't know. Laxatives? Ma- <laughs> Laxatives. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but I know what you mean with the momentum is that yeah, I feel nervous about doing a podcast because we're a little bit vulnerable and we don't know what we're doing, but fucking who cares? <laughs> who gives a shit? Like, I don't. I want to chase the exciting element of creating because we're meant to do that. We're born to do that. Mm. We're born to create. For sure. And it's terrifying. It is. Yeah, it's like it's like doing anything scary, like um, anything like physical, for instance, because that is a direct reaction to, to the scary. Like you go and do something physically demanding, 
and you get the feedback right away because your heart's pumping, you're sweating, you want to vomit, you don't want to be there. Mm-hmm. And um, if you fight those types of things, this the creative stuff becomes easier because it's more of a mental thing with the creative. I feel. Mm. Oh, but it's very, it's very similar. I know where you're coming yeah. from there. Absolutely. Yeah. Like in that minute that I would decide, that's a mental battle, oh, and it just gets better and better the more you train Mm. just as you would a bicep it's just like your mind you know it's just like the more i uh, exercise my self-discipline the fitter i will get Mm -hmm. and it's just like physical activity and i like going in the deep end so you do something like physical for instance something extremely hard and Mm. then the day-to-day becomes so much easier Mm. say you run I haven't done this. Say you run 100K and then you go run, run 1K a, a day for a week. Yeah. It's, it's nothing. And it's yeah. the same with, um, with business or whatever. It's, mm. You dive in, you do something extremely difficult that you didn't, like you give it an opportunity and you just take it, especially when it's scary. That's when you take it. And all of a sudden you've got through it, even if you failed on it, which I've failed a few. Mm. And it's, it's like the next time it's nothing like the first time. So yeah, that's, mm. I found that for sure. So they relate. So when I'm in chaos, I get really unwell, like mentally. I feel if I don't have a routine, I will get uh, anxious mm-hmm. about little stuff, mm-hmm. which doesn't happen unless, you know, if I've got good routine, I can wake up in the morning, I can make the morning mine, I can have a good breakfast, I can go to work, whether, what, whatever that may be, and that's structure, you know. Monday to Friday. Yeah. But you work in uh, a very unpredictable, you know, part-time role. Mm. And then you do your art Mm. at the same time. Mm. So you could be in the middle of a project and then, okay, I've got to go to work at four. Someone's called you up, come in at four. And it's like, well, my creative flow has just stopped. Yeah. To me, that just... It is, it's, that would be so hard to me. For it's, me. it's hard for everyone. It's hard mm. for me, yeah. Mm. But it goes back to what I said. You do it. You just do it. Mm. You get through the day. What, what, what other choice have you got? Well, you don't do it. You stay in bed. Like, you, just, you just do it. And it's not easy, but you, just, you know it's going to get a lot better. And it does get better year by year. You meet new people. You have a lot of new experiences. Your mm. relationships develop like crazy. And um, it gets a lot easier. Mm. And you... I guess at this age, like 23, you meet, you kind of branch out in age group, I guess. Yeah. Like absolutely. you start mingling with people that you thought were these crazy successful adults and it's like all of a sudden you're on almost the same level. Yeah. And you go, oh, okay, well, yeah. we don't grow up, but we just, we just get it done mm. and you, mm. you get better at it. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess that's how I get through that. Mm. Yeah. But it is, it is difficult and um, getting better. Mm. Yeah. Getting better. Yeah. How much does the people around you affect your art? Hmm. I don't know. Um, Do you get inspiration from the people around you? Do they affect you if they're not, uh, if they don't have healthy habits or do you get inspired by them from, if they do? I don't feed off people that much. Like I'm not in a bad way at all, Mm. but like I'm very introverted. Mm. So Mm. I can, I could manage it a lot just in my own space. But, um, so I don't really get much, I don't know. I haven't really, haven't tried to have a look at that yet. Mm. But yeah, I don't, um, no, I'm, I feel uncomfortable 
in like social situations and mm. things like that. So mm. I don't really feed off it. it doesn't inspire me. Mm. Mm. I guess I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I really understand. Don't know. Where, I understand where you're coming from. It's interesting because your art is so tapped in mm. to the social uh, and political trends, so mm. to speak, that's going on in Australia, or you dive into sort of the subcultures of surfing and the you reflect youth a lot in your artwork mm. well I guess I guess we all kind of look at the youth a little bit mm. that's when mm. you were the happiest that's when you had carefree mm. and that's what I'm trying to kind of funnel through my art I guess carefree carefree youth, just, just happiness being a grom you know being yeah, a surfing kid around it's very nostalgic a lot of your art actually because when we're younger living by the ocean mm. You do these things. Yeah, and you don't care. Mm. Nothing mattered. Nothing mattered. And you look back and like, God, I should have been worried about it. <laughs> Nothing yeah. bloody mattered. Yeah. And when I'm in the in the midst of that art, it, you, I feel that. Yeah. It's happened yeah. a little bit. And so that is obviously your work, which you do personally mm. and produce for the world. What about when it comes to commissions? World, What's it like yeah. in a very practical way? How do people contact you? Um, <clears throat> and when, when did you start doing it well well I'm still not doing it well oh. <laughs> no I'm doing it well enough I mean I get paid but um, I've said no uh, I say no a lot more it took me a long time to say no because mm. someone will message you and and I'll just be grateful to be you know thought about in that sense because 10 minutes ago I was a kid drawing in a notebook and all of a sudden people want to pay me for work but um, I haven't got the time it's, it's too it's too much of an investment there's not enough money to get that time back. Mm, mm. So I want to work more on personal things. Mm. So I want to eventually just do my own personal art. Mm. But with commission work, there's, you deal with a client. Mm. Yeah. It makes this fun, nostalgic thing more corporate and not what I'm about, not what I'm good at. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm chaotic. I mm. don't keep a, a diary. I don't keep a calendar or... That blows me away. Yeah. It blows me away. I learned yeah. that about you a few months ago, that you don't have a calendar and you no. don't have a planner. No. And for me, it's like, book it in, otherwise it's not happening. It's just not in my DNA. I hope to learn it Not in your DNA, yeah. No. Mm. No. I think, um, I don't know if it's hereditary or what. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> yeah. where it goes from. Yeah, interesting. Well, but I can't what, drive. What, have you thought much about your energy management? Meaning, like, so we have time management, which is what we do in our day, mm. but it's also true that we only have a certain amount of energy. Yes. And our energy changes in our environment in certain situations. In your normal week, mm. how do you manage your energy when it comes to work and play? Well, I, um, well that's why I work out. Mm. That gives me an amazing amount of energy. Uh, the swimming we do in the mornings that feeds a lot of energy. It's 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 like my time. I don't I don't manage it. It's it comes and goes, and I work with it. And um, when the when the ups come, I take advantage of them. And mm. I get a lot done. Mm. But downs come too, and I know how to get out of those mm. by working out swimming, by doing by starting new projects and things like that. Mm. So it's it's finding a mix. Mm. It's uh, like I said, it's it's not all organized, so I don't know. Mm. <laughs> it just is. Yeah, it just is. And that's what we're trying to do here. We're just trying to do things. We just want to create. It feels natural to create. And that's why I'm <clears> so <throat> happy 
you know. Mm-hmm. It's very fulfilling to create. It creates a memory, something physical that you can hold on to. And I think, if I'm honest, I'm doing the podcast, the Winify and whatever other ideas more for myself uh, yeah. than I am for anyone else. No, that's that's the beauty of it. It's yeah. so selfish, you know. Mm. That's why I guess I hope to help people with it one day. But right now, it's incredibly selfish. Mm. But you, I think you got to be with it because yeah, it's, it's for yourself. I mm. want to be happy with it. But the um, thought of holding a physical product that you've worked on for months and think that is so exciting. Yeah. When you get that and you hold it, it's just... It, You'll never go back to doing whatever you were doing before <laughs> once you hold this thing that you've worked on. So is that what it feels like when you've done your prints that you sell? And you even that's why I kind of that's why I find it hard to say no to commission work, especially when it's like a, a product. Because then I'll get that product and God damn, that's exciting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's not worth it. But it's um, like that DMR gym with Welcome Home. That's gonna stay there on the wall. Yeah, and you see for it every years, day, and, and you just look at that and you think that's brilliant. Mm. Or the other mural I did there, like you'd walk in and see it every day and it's just, it gives you this buzz. I'm a, mm. essentially a drug addict with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Man, this is what I'm really here for. Yeah. Well, you, this, this podcast is my drug. You print a shirt and you, you wear that shirt and yeah, yeah, you absolutely. feel it and it's a good product too. That's why it's so important. Absolutely. And that's why I think it's taking me so long to get the thing right because I want to be happy with it, you know? And I think... A lot of people create, say they create a product or whatever, but they're really just going for the money. They're going to make sales and things like that. So they don't really care about the, the customer or anything like that. But where, if I put my art out or on a shirt or whatever it is, that's a reflection of my brand completely, like of me. Mm. So if mm. it's crap, but that's, that's just going to make me, that's going to put me down. Yeah. So I'm not doing that. <laughs> so... Mitch, it's been great talking with you about this sort of stuff. I know that we're really good friends and we've talked about a lot of this before, but to be able to put it on a platform to share, to inspire someone if they're going through uh, these ideas and want to share and create, then Mm. we're here. We're here and we're pumped. Reach out. absolutely pumped. Yeah, reach out. You can find Mitch at uh, his handles is... Ink10.co on Instagram. Yeah, at ink10.co on Instagram. And I've got at Winify, which is wine underscore. No, it's not underscore. If I. <laughs> <laughs> it's period. I have why. Is it? I think so. I think it's underscore. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, it is. I don't think you know what you're doing. So you can find us at Winify. God damn it, it's underscore. And you can find us at ink10.co. And we'll keep this coming. <sighs> yep.